Greetings in Jesus' name. This is Pastor Sean, and you're listening to The Intersection, not your normal fluffy Christian show. And greetings from the Banana Republic, formerly known as the USA, now known as the Banana Republic of Obama. And the only reason I say that is because we know who's really still pulling the strings. There may be a guy standing up there kind of looking like kind of looking like um, Beetlejuice or just kind of looking kind of looking old and skeletal. And that's not I'm not in any way, shape or form putting him down for his age. Just saying. And uh, there's another guy probably pulling the strings. Um, and that's probably good old President Obama. Maybe it's his third term. Anyway, um, is it? ever cross your mind that the things that are being done are being done on purpose and how much they contradict rationale how much they contradict you know if you would think that people were just incompetent that's one thing but if you think that they're actually setting out to do harm is another thing and i'm thoroughly convinced that we have moved from incompetency to those who are trying to diminish the standing of the United And why would someone do that? Why would someone want to take their own home, their own country, and diminish it? Well, there's a, ver- there's a variety of ideological reasons. You can ask the progressive left who hate the country. I mean, literally hate America, would love to see it fall. I don't know what they gain out of it. I don't know. Then we have some higher echelon people who America's demise would probably help line their pockets because they are deeply invested in foreign powers like China or Russia. So we've always got these conflict of interest going on. We've always got these people who are in politics. By the way, I think that, that politics probably, probably in a lot of ways attracts narcissism. You know, if you're going to go run for office, there's got to be some... I mean, there's there. Don't get me wrong. There's some good, good, wholesome, patriotic Americans running for office. But then there's a whole lot of those who are just they're in for some kind of self-absorbed reason, whether it be fame, fortune or. And the amazing thing is that politics were supposed to be set up. Public office was supposed to be set up as a deterrent to those things like you just didn't get paid enough for the headache. You just didn't have enough benefits for it. You just it was it cost to kind of like pastoring. It cost, it cost more than the gain, but that's not the case anymore. You can become filthy rich oligarch. And by the way, that's kind of what we got going on now as an oligarchy. When you have, when you have a, an elite group of people who can still push policy and make decisions against the will of the majority, you now have what's called an oligarchy. And you say, how? and by the way, that oligarchy is on both sides. I'm not just saying it's Democrat oligarchies. We have Republican oligarchy. We have people. It's no longer really just Republican versus Democrat or left versus right. It's more like oligarchs versus commoner. And us commoners, no matter what we do or say or how we want to, how we want to control things through the uh, the elective process, we can elect people. The oligarchs really get the final say. And many of them are even on the side that you voted, I hate to tell you. But they have they have uh, collected power and wealth through policies that have benefited them, but maybe not you. And they're going to protect that system at all costs. And that's why they, that was really why I think they really hated Donald Trump to the degree that they did, is that he's going to come in and shake up the status quo. Do you think Mitch McConnell is all that different, you know, 
in 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 politispeak he is, but do you think he's really all that different from Joe Biden? You really think that the the people who have set themselves up to get sweetheart deals, set their families up, get favors from foreign, but they're they're basically I'm just going to say it. Many of our congressional people are just foreign lobbyists. They're just there to promote the interest of foreign powers, even if they are against our own interest for self-enrichment. What other, what other place can you go in like the Pelosi's? You can go in with, you know, a meager couple million bucks and 20 years later be worth $150 million. Where else can you get insider trading where else can you get except in the swamp and the political swamp well anybody who threatens that or tries to clean house on that whether it be on the left or the right is the enemy and i'm starting to wonder if the decisions being made um you know that they're, they're no longer also trying to make these decisions in an incognito way it's just right out front it's just right out front I'll give you some instances. Uh, you know, Mayor Eric Adams is complaining that New York City is going to be destroyed through illegal immigration. Yet, New York City claimed, and Governor Hochul claimed, that they are a sanctuary state and city. Well, it's okay to say things like that until the people actually start showing up. And you know what the funny thing is? is they're belly aching in New York City about how a couple hundred thousand, not even a couple hundred thousand immigrants... Illegal immigrants are going to destroy New York City, and yet they have no problem promoting policies in which the border states take in millions. Arizona, millions of illegal immigrants. Texas, millions of illegal immigrants. But you know, those those poor border states who don't have the same GDP, don't have the same population, it's okay if our policy affects them, just don't let it affect us. Remember how angry they got with Ron DeSantis and uh, with Texas Governor Abbott because they just started putting people on buses and planes saying, hey, if you make the policy, you're going to participate. And then they got called bigots for using people for political pawns. But but their very president. Now, now if, 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 if the Biden administration keeps telling us and Mayorkas keeps telling us that the border's secure that there is no problem at the border, that they got it under control, why then would you weld open gates, weld open border gates, weld them open like they can't even be closed between like 12 and 6 a.m.? Why would you do that if there wasn't some particular purpose in flooding the, flooding America with illegal immigrants? Why else? Now, it's not the immigrants' fault. We love them. They're people. They're made in God's image. We love them. We should minister to them. We should be kind to them. But we also can't have a policy that's destructive, that's destructive to our own well-being and economy and, and, and resources. We have to be discretionary when it comes to immigration. Yes, they're people, and we love them all. We wish the whole world could come here and share in the American dream. Wouldn't that be great? The problem is we don't have the resources for the whole world, so we have to be discretionary in who comes. Well, he welds the gates open, but then Eric Adams complains, who's also a Democrat, that it's destroying New York, and Chicago had the same complaint. Why would this be happening if you weren't out for the degradation of American of America. Uh, 
another baffling decision, despite now we already know that the left is high on this Green New Deal and climate change and it's their new religion. It's a religion. It is a religion. It has a beginning. It has an apocalypse. It has saviors, which are the people who are going to save us through windmills and and uh, and solar panels. They're going to save us. And after all of the, the stuff that happened in Maui, and they blame that, of course, on climate change instead of wires that actually fell in front of cameras onto the ground and started the fires. And we can see it happen. It doesn't matter. Still climate change. The uh, UN and one of the uh, the president of the UN just said we are in a climate crisis of epic proportions. We've had the hottest August and July and June since recording it on record, except for the last hottest one. You know, some of the last hottest ones were back in like 18, 1800 and something. How did they get so much climate change then without an industrial revolution? I mean, they weren't even burning carbon. What Was it the cows? What was causing it then? But it's a religion. It's a religion in which people are the enemy and the earth. The earth itself is God. Creation itself is God. And the people were the sin, were the disease. We're the thing that's causing everything. So they would be fine with destroying the world economy, sending millions upon millions of people into poverty um, because of energy crisis. Uh, millions would freeze and die. There would actually be more people dying from the lack of fossil fuels than from fossil fuels themselves. But, you know, we know how the leftist ideology, ideology is. But um, the crazier thing is, is that Joe Biden, when we are at critical mass when it comes to fossil fuels, when the Soviet Union has cut back on their drilling, when the Saudi Arabians have cut back on their drilling in order to push the price of oil even higher than it is in our gas prices, well, as part of actions, the Department of Interior proposed regulations to ensure maximum protection for 13 million acres of land across the Natural Petroleum Reserve, NPR. An area in North Slope Borough, Alaska. Biden further ordered that additional 2.8 million of acres to be withdrawn from oil and gas leasing in the Beaufort Sea off the north coast of Alaska. Additionally, Interior Secretary Deb Haaland authorized the cancellation of seven leases issued in 2021 to the Alaska Industrial Development and Export Authority. Or state agency. Those leases were purchased in January 2021 and span 365,775 acres across non-wilderness areas of the National Arctic Wildlife Refuge. Anwar! With climate change warming the Arctic more than twice as fast as the rest of the planet, we must do everything within our control to meet the highest standards of care to protect this fragile ecosystem, Halen said. In other words, when we're already having trouble with fossil fuels, when they're already trying to push us into a Green New Deal, which is not sustainable, when they already want electric cars to rule the roads by 2030 without electric infrastructure— when they are, they're going to have to get the batteries from the Chinese, who are the number one polluters in the world, along with India, they go and cancel seven oil leases, seven pre-approved oil leases, so that we can even limit more, all in the name of the religion of climate change. I wonder about the people who are going to freeze in Arctic areas or in, in, in European areas, which they rely heavily Upon affordable energy. What about the people who are going to freeze to death? 
aren't they? Did you know cold kills more people than heat by far? Cold is more deadly than heat, and yet here we are on our climate change, global warming agenda, trying to limit carbon. I'm telling you, ideology kills. It destroys. It's not just something that people believe or hold in their... It's not just cuckoo fringe stuff. It turns into real policies that destroy people, like illegal immigration. Not only is it unfair to the American citizens, but it's unfair to the immigrants who are trying to come here for a better life and yet are not given the, the, the real support they would need coming through in a legal immigration status. It's unfair to... It, it is deadly and unfair to the the crime waves to the what about the people who've died from fentanyl and the hundreds of thousands that's a war by the way i used to think these fentanyl were just overdoses people took too much they're kill pills they're pills that the chinese give the fentanyl to the cartels and the cartels design pills that are supposed to look like regular pills like a xanax or whatever else and then they come across the border, people buy them and die. And their purpose is to kill. We didn't lose 100,000 men in Vietnam. We're losing 100,000 people a year to the fentanyl crisis. That's a war. That, that is a war without firing a shot. And yet you, you hear silence when it comes to the southern border. Biden added in a social media post he was taking action to meet the moment for future generations. However, the president was blasted for the move, which opponents said would harm U.S. energy security, inadvertently reward foreign energy producers, and contravene con congressional intent of past legislation. In other words, it didn't matter what the legislation passed. It didn't matter what they approved. He can, by executive fiat and through one of his organizations, um here the energy department he can go ahead and make restrictions cancel oil leases and uh harm american uh energy i can't explain to the american people why would we willingly become more dependent on foreign oil imports eliminate good uh, paying american jobs and drive up the cost of our electric bills and gas prices across the country senator joe manchin democrat said this is yet another example of administrative caving to the radical left with no regard for clear direction from Congress or American energy security. But let's also be clear that Joe Manchin voted for the infrastructure bill. He voted for the inf, which, by the way, has nothing to do with infrastructure. That's what they do is they put names on these bills and you're like, great, we're going to see cities get rebuilt in airports and see cranes going up. And like, no, it's actually more like giveaways to teachers unions giveaways to donors uh special special favors for constituents for donors and a lot of it's just going to get money laundered back into democrat coffers for elections let's be clear this is another attempt to use executive action to circumvent a law to accomplish what the administration does not have the votes to achieve in congress in other words there was already legislation deregulating and allowing drilling in anwar but now this is an executive action to circumvent the congress by the way we have a congress now that gets voted in and people go up there but we have a bureaucracy that's more powerful than the congress and you know how i know because they treat Congress with contempt.
whenever the whenever the FBI has asked for documents, they just all or laugh. Whenever the CIA, the DNA, whatever the NEA, whatever they they work, they are unelected bureaucrats who have long term jobs. Ninety nine percent Democrats. So even if a Republican wins, even if we have a House in a Senate, they are constantly in the undermine mode. What needs to happen is power needs to be stripped from all of these organizations and given to Congress who's elected. That means whether it's Democrat or Republican president who's elected and the executive or the, the judicial branch, which is appointed and voted on by Congress, that's where the balance of power is. You don't hear about four branches of government, the Congress, the executive, the legislative, the legislative, the executive, and the judicial, and the FBI, and the Department of Energy, and the, but that's the problem now, is Washington's become one big oligarch system. They can even... They can even usurp the authority of the elected officials. It's too big. It's too powerful. It's too top heavy. And it needs to be stripped down and rebuilt. Canceling valid leases, removing acreage from future sales and attempting to reduce production in Alaska while taking steps to allow Iran and Venezuela to produce more oil with fewer environmental regulations makes so no sense and is frankly embarrassing. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Democrat Joe Manchin, that every once in a while you make sense, even though you vote in nonsensical ways. Thank you that you were able to. Now, he's also in West Virginia where he's barely barely hanging on as a democrat barely and he could be beaten easily so he has to walk a fine line but he is right i, I do believe that, that that joe manchin probably isn't so much an ideologue as he is a practical guy and i think he understands how far the democrat party has moved from the little guy and the working class and the the people who are struggling day to day and become an oligarch system under the administration's actions curbing development in the NPR, future oil and gas leases and industrial development will be strictly limited in the Teshapuke Lake, Utahcock uplands, Colville River, blah, 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 Pearl Bay, special areas known for their rich wildlife productions. The rule would create an outright prohibition on any new leasing across 10.6 million acres. Now, this is, these are areas that were already 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 had leases intact and they were canceled the regulations further mean the entire section of the arctic ocean owned by the federal government is blocked from any fossil fuel production in the foreseeable future however an offshore lease sale has not been held in the region since 2007 and the administration had already ruled out fueler auctions through to 2028 so this is now let me tell you where this came from president's biden uh, war on american energy continues senator barasa wyoming said in a statement he's ignoring the law and making us more dependent on foreign oil not only is this bad energy policy it's bad foreign policy today's decision rewards our adversaries and hurts american families so did you know that germany and places in europe that were far more progressive than us are rebuilding coal plants. 
They're going back to fossil fuels because in their attempt to go green, they went broke. In their attempt to go green, they could not reach. But, but Pastor Sean, what about the environment, global warming? What about it? What about what about it? What about the delusion that we are eight or ten years away from from a a climate crisis from from being inhabitable? These are all ridiculous assertions, not backed by science. By the way, did you know that too? That uh, because uh, much of science is funded through um, through government programs that much of science is is funded through uh, through the government giving um, giving money for research is it not interesting that the research many times reflects the outcome that the donors want is it is it not, that's what we would call political science that's what we would call political science and it's really corrupt when you think that science can no longer be unbiased. Science can no longer be, uh, science can no longer be just science. Exactly that, because the outcome, the outcome that is being, it's the outcome that's being financed, not the science. They want the science to prove the outcome, and the money will come as long as that is the case. Science can no longer be objective, which makes it no longer science. You ever heard the words consensus? A consensus of, well, there was a time when there was a consensus that the world was flat. There was a consensus that the sun went around the earth. There was also a consensus that mask worked. There was also a consensus that the vaccination was safe. Consensus is a dangerous thing, especially when it comes to science, because most scientific breakthroughs don't come in consensus. They come against consensus. And it's sad that the consensus gets funded. And if you happen to be the lone voice in the wilderness, the lone scientist, you're going to go poor because they're funding outcomes, not scientific method. Once again, President Biden is stifling domestic energy production in pursuit of his radical green agenda. His cancellation of leases and complete disregard for the law pushes even further away from energy independence. And by the way, strengthens our adversaries who are just drilling and building coal plants and getting all the and then selling that energy many times to fund anti-American terrorist activities. And yet, because of this radical leftism religion, we are willing to compromise not only our future energy independence, but enable our enemies to surpass us. Until next time, this is Pastor Sean. May God richly bless you. We're the bad news. With the young guns, with the ones that they told you to run from. Yeah, the player's gonna play and the hater's gonna hate.